Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well as we welcome in from 94 WIP, a juggernaut in Philadelphia Sports Radio, our good buddy, Ike Reese, the former Philadelphia Eagle, former Michigan State Spartan, the pride of Woodward High, just outside of Cincinnati. Uh, Ike, my friend, Uncle Ike, how are you, partner? How's life? How are things? And how you doing, man? I'm great. How you guys doing on this football Friday morning? Uh, everything on, was folks? fine. Ike, everything was fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, Halapula Vati Vitae went to injured reserve. Okay, so he's going to be out through, you know, week four. Now Frank Ragnall's got a groin, and the guy that was going to replace Big V, Tommy Kramer, he's got a back injury. This is the, a group that we thought was going to be the strength of this team. They haven't even played an NFL game together yet uh, because the, of injuries all last season. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not, I was feeling real confident after hard knocks. I was drinking the Kool Aid. Now I'm real concerned about your Philadelphia Eagles. Well, I mean, listen, uh, first of all, I'm impressed with how you were able to pronounce Big V's name. You know, it took me two years out here to pronounce Big V's name, <laughs> Halapuli Bati Batai, right, out there. You did that with no problem, so I'm impressed with that. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I've always been taught that the foundation of any good football team is what you do on your line of scrimmage, whether it's the offensive line or the defensive line. And if you're not solid there – you know, you're going to be impacted throughout the rest of that unit. And so when just talking about the Lions' offensive line, yeah, I mean, the fact that they don't have their best players out there, or at least uh, at a point where they, they've gotten enough um, practice together to where they can feel confident, yeah, that that's an advantage for the Eagles. The Eagles have gone out this offseason and added depth to that defensive line, and that's that's become one of the strengths of this defense is that they go seven or eight men deep uh, uh, and, and not only that, they're going to have the ability to switch up the type of front they want to play, whether they want to play a 3-4 front, a 4-3 front, and we've even seen somewhat of a 4-5 uh, front. So uh, like the Eagles have the ability to be multifaceted on that side of the ball, and if your offensive line isn't cohesive and, more importantly, healthy, uh, you're going to have a long day. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, there's legitimate cause for concern if you're a Detroit Lions fan, if your offensive line isn't at its best right now. 
Oh, I mean, I already, I already broke the glass and hit the red button to panic. I've, I've been panicking now for three, for two and a half hours. I'm going on three hours of straight panic uh, ever since the word came down. We, I was, we were talking to our buddy uh, Mark Ross, our friend from NFL Network, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, and I said, Mark, you know, could you just like everybody's gonna talk about the Bills? You know, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. They're gonna talk about the Rams and Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, all the typical suspects. Who is the guy? What's, what's the team? Right, who's the group of guys that's going to surprise some people and shock some people this year? Who's under the radar nobody's talking about that you think is going to really rattle the cage of the NFL? And do you know what this man said? Mark Ross from NFL Network, the executive vice president of football ops now for the XFL. He said the Philadelphia Eagles. He was like, you're not going to like this. You're week one. I'm like, that's not, i got to have Mike Reese on in like two weeks. What's the matter with you? And Mark knows me too. He was here when I he was here in Philadelphia while I was a player, so I know Mark Ross um, very well. Uh, I mean, listen, the Eagles. It, 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 it's um, sort of ironic that you know we here in Philadelphia <laughs> we don't necessarily embrace the praise from the outsiders. We we sort of thrive off doubters and you know people sort of uh, underestimating uh, our local sports teams. When when we we don't handle being sort of the darling or the or the, the dark horse pick of the national media, and that that's been going along uh, going around an awful lot here in the preseason that everybody thinks the Eagles uh, have the ability to make a deep run and surprise some folks, almost to the point where it's it's it wouldn't be a surprise. It's almost expected now with so many people thinking that the Eagles are going to be pretty good this year. So we're not sure how to handle that out here. Although we do know we have a good football team, but, but we, this is Philadelphia. And we also know until, until you cross that threshold, we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop here. So we're always in fear of something could go wrong to mess up what should be a good thing. So yeah, we feel positive about the team. It's a, they, they've done a lot this all season. Howie Roseman and his staff uh, done a lot to make over the roster, a team that surprisingly made the playoffs last year, but we knew it was sort of with smoky mirrors. Uh, and, and thankfully the organization realized that too. And they went out and added a bunch of players and that, that can work for you or against you. We've seen it both ways, you know, in 2011, the dreaded term around here is the dream team. We added a bunch of players in 2011 that made it look like the dream team, and that was a disaster. Uh, but on the flip side of that, in 2017, that Super Bowl championship team really was made up of a bunch of players that came here on one-year deals, on prove-it deals, and had never really played with each other. There was a core there, but there was also a lot of players that came that contributed to that Super Bowl title that had never played together. So it worked for them in 2017. So I say all of that to say uh, we've seen both sides of the coin when you have a good offseason and you add a, a bunch of new players that you didn't draft, you either traded for them or you went and got them in free agency. It's worked for them in the past, and we've also seen it blow up. So we're, we're, while we're excited, we're not overly excited. It's more of an anxious anxiety to see what we have. And quite frankly, they're, they're not that the fans are concerned about Sunday's game, but there's a healthy amount of respect for uh, what we've got a sneak peek view of uh, the Detroit Lions and hard knocks uh, that the Lions may be treating this game like it's the most important game of their careers. So you got to be able to match that intensity if you're the Philadelphia Eagles going into what should be a pretty electric environment, I'm imagining out there in Detroit with a sellout crowd, standing room only, uh, opening opening day. 
Yeah, that's that's the Eagles are going to have to be able to withstand the early punch from the Lions and overcome being in that environment. And it's all all concrete building uh, there at Ford Field, so that sound, that noise, it is going to be loud. One o'clock yeah. on Sunday. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Ike, what was your takeaway from Hard Knocks? Did you like it? Uh, you know, what what did you make of you know Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn and, and Dan Campbell and this coaching staff? Because it kind of feels like, yeah, I mean, uh, these are, these are like your guys, right? You see them, and it's like, yeah, yeah they they're the same people that they were you know ten, fifteen years ago. It's arguably the greatest Hard Knocks I've ever seen. I'm telling you, man. When you just think about the colorful personalities, the fact that I either played against or with. A lot of those guys. You got Deuce Daly out there. You got Hank Fraley out there, two of my former teammates here in Philadelphia. We won a lot of football games together, so it's great to see those guys. Um, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a little bit of a throwback when it comes to this, this game of football. I'm not going to be the, the old man, get off my lawn type of guy, but the, 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 the sport has changed, right? And, and I, I'm a, I, I think it's changed for the better. But those are throwback guys. And so – to watch them, you know, Dan Campbell, we would love Dan Campbell if he was here as our head coach. He and Nick Sirianni have a lot of the same, like, personality traits. Uh, so we would love that. That, that. that emotion on your sleeve sort of plays well here as well. So watching the Lions on Hard Knocks, man, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, You know, honestly, I got family out there. In Detroit, you know, I went to Michigan State, so you know I can't wait till this game is over with, so I can get back to to sort of rooting for Detroit from the outside. Because you know, I I, I want to see those guys do well. Obviously, not this week. So I, I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed sort of the the different personalities you get to uh, to 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 see, and uh, that's the great thing about Hard Knocks. I, I look forward to it every summer, no matter what team is on there. I enjoy watching it because it gives us a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. And I just thought this year with Detroit, um, for us old throwback guys, it was a physical training camp. You know, Dan Campbell is a guy that doesn't mince words. Uh, watching Deuce and Aaron Glenn <laughs> go at each other in practice, man. I'm like, man, these guys are nuts. So uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I really did. I think most people enjoyed it. It, it was It's great to get to see those type of personalities behind the scenes. Um, and I think it also allows for those teams, which are ever featured on Hard Knocks, sort of pick up some casual fans. And, and so, you know, you almost get to – you want to root for them because you got a chance to see a lot of personal stories there. You know, uh, you guys got Aiden Hutchinson there. And you know I wear – I bleed green and white. So, you know, that's a, he, he's a great young player, but that's where my love stops. I still bleed green and white. You know, Ike, it's great to have you as a Lions fan. Uh, let's just call it what it is. Uh, you, know, you might take 60 minutes off on Sunday, but let me tell you, it is great to have you on the bandwagon with the guys. Ike, this is fantastic. You know, I, I often wonder what you we're call doing. You a Lions fan? Yeah, you can't say that this week. This is not a good week to say I'm a Lions fan. You can have a 60-minute hiatus uh, on Sunday. That's what we'll give you. So we'll give you 60 minutes uh, on the clock, and then uh, once that's over, uh, we'll welcome you back with open arms. Uh, okay, like, okay. It, it, it'll cool. be great. I feel like a lot of times in this league, you know, young people aren't necessarily given uh, the greatest opportunity uh, to succeed because the windows are so small. And if it doesn't work out in your first place, it's very rare that you get another opportunity at the quarterback position. So let's go over to Jalen Hurts, right? I mean, he's a guy who's drafted in 2020. He's got two seasons under his belt. His completion percentage jumps up about nine points, uh, roughly about 10 points uh, from year one to year two. He did a lot more with his legs in year two. 
is Jalen Hurts, can he be the guy? Do you, do you see enough in him where you're like, yeah, no, this guy, he, he can lead our franchise. We just got to work on the rest of our roster, which they've done this offseason. Yeah. I, I mean, I certainly am hoping that that's the case. And I know a lot of Eagles fans uh, like Jalen Hurts and they believe in him. And we're all hoping that we found our quarterback. You know, so uh, there's nothing worse than, you know, not believing in the guy who plays the most important position in all the sports. And you're constantly looking for that guy. It just makes it difficult uh, for a franchise to ever really move forward and for a fan base to believe in someone. So I think with Jalen, I think we, we, we're starting to see the making of, of what could be a potential franchise quarterback with a lot of good quality uh, character traits and intangibles that you want to have in your quarterback as the leader of your franchise, of your team. You know, Jalen has a lot of those things in place. I mean, literally, he aces a lot of those categories. And now it's more or less about going out and just quieting uh, those people out there that may have concerns as to whether or not he can do it uh, as a passing quarterback. And I thought he made some great strides last year from his rookie year when he was brought in in a tough situation and didn't get to play as much. But last year I thought we saw a lot of good things. And this year we're looking for that next step. Uh, I mentioned earlier Howie Roseman, his staff has done a great job of going out and acquiring a lot of pieces to help Jalen and make his job a little bit easier. Now Jalen just has to go out there and really be a point guard. You know, honestly, when you when you get it, the type of uh, weapons that he has around him and the potential that they have and, and, and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and Mal Sanders is running back, it takes pressure off the quarterback that he shouldn't have to feel as if he has to do as much. It's all about not doing too much, making the correct decisions, and putting that ball in your playmaker's hands and letting them do the work. And when Jalen needs to be special or needs to be a difference maker, um, he's going to have to answer that bell. And that's the one thing we didn't really see last year, a ton of, especially against quality opponents. So that, to me, that's his next step. But we feel like we do have the makings of that guy, and that's why this is a big year for him because, you know, the expectations are higher. So uh, this fan base is thirsty for another championship. We got our first one in 2017. So, you know, we honestly we want to make sure that, we found the quarterback, and we don't have to go into the offseason looking for a quarterback. So uh, I think Jalen can go a long way this year uh, to basically validating himself as that guy. On the defensive side of the football, I mean, this is a team that went out and got Jordan Davis, and I, I mean, everybody has seen that video. I don't know who he was pushing around, but that, young, that guy was just <laughs> holding on for dear life, right? And it's like he's so big. And, of course, as Michigan fans, we saw Jordan Davis. We saw N'Kobe Dean. We saw these guys in South Florida, you know, at the Orange Bowl, the college football playoff, in the beating that Michigan took up and down the field. My goodness. Uh, but defensively, obviously the anchor there, Darius Slay. Dan in the studio gets mad every time we got to talk about him because he loved Darius Slay. You'd have thought that he, he and Darius Slay had a thing at one point. Point. That's how much he loves <laughs> Darius Slay. Like Darius Slay left and Dan in the studio. Like, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, and we let him walk. I mean, just a, <laughs> I mean, just a fact. He's so mad about it. But this defense. I'll tell, tell you what, real quick on Slay, I can understand why. He, he has quickly become a fan favorite here, and he, he's one of my favorites. We, we do a, uh, uh, a player show uh, every Monday out here during the season, and Slay was my guest every, every Monday last year, and I got a chance to – you know, get to know him and meet him and everything. And so I can understand why he, he has that type of, um, 
uh, impact on people that he comes that he comes in contact with. So, yeah, Slay Slay is one of those guys. Thank you for trading him to us. We we certainly appreciate that. See, Dan, that's what you. I mean, you know, that's what that that's what we get. Yo, Slay's got the big smile. He's charismatic. Yeah, he's out there. Yeah. He remind he'll like remind you like the way he carries himself. Very much Charles Woodson esque. You you just know yeah. like don't throw the football anywhere near him. Like just go to the other <laughs> side of the field and kind of see what happens. How good is this Eagles defense going to be this year? Man, you know what? So much attention gets focused on the offense, obviously for his offensive league. But I, I, this is where to me the biggest. Uh, a makeover happened in the offseason for the Eagles is what they did on defense. You mentioned Jordan Davis, who they drafted in the first round. They brought in Hassan Reddick. Uh, they got James Bradbury, who's a uh, Pro Bowl corner that the Giants decided to let go. So they were able to pick him up to play him opposite Slay. And then a couple weeks ago, they traded for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, uh, who is a hybrid safety slash nickel corner. And that was one of our concerns was the safety position. So adding him back there, we, we think we got an opportunity to be a very good defense, man. It, it really, to me, is going to boil down to how these guys are used and and what the uh, defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, sort of best uh, sees best fit for philosophy for this defense. I played under Jim Johnson, and so everything was about attack, attack, blitz, get the quarterback, that sort of thing. We were aggressive. It uh, hasn't been that way around in a while, so we're kind of anxious um, to see what what type of defense we're going to have. You know, I thought last year he called a defense that was predicated on the personnel that he had here, and they they played, for lack of a better term, more of a conservative defense. You know, the way you don't want to get the ball thrown over your head, come up, make plays, and see if a see if you can force the opposing team's quarterback into a mistake with a long drive versus getting after them to try to force a mistake through attacking them. So I, we want to see what they do with this defense this year. we got a lot of good players there. Uh, it's the deepest they've been on that side of the football on all three levels, uh, I believe, since the Super Bowl year. So uh, Sunday will honestly be the first chance we get to see what type of or what style of defense we're going to play this year. Certainly, it's, it's a little bit of 3-4 there, and there's a little bit of 4-3 there. And like I said, it's a little bit of 4-2-5 uh, there too as well. So he, he, he's going to mix it up a little bit, and it's just it, it should be fun. We're, we're excited about the defense. I know I am. I'm, I'm excited about the defense this year. Well, of course, you're a defensive guy. He is Ike Reese. It was 44-6 to last year. And in the words of the great Shannon Sharp, I want my restitution. That's what it is. And you could be a Lions fan again Sunday, let's say about 3.30. And then we'll look forward to bringing your guys to Ann Arbor on the 29th. So let's pay back all around here. Ike, Ike Reese, thank you so much for the time today, listen, my friend. Listen to me, fellas. Listen to me. Do me a favor. You guys need to call me that, that Friday before the game. Uh, that's the only game that matters in the state of Michigan. I need to be able to give my guys a pep talk that Friday before the game and before we go 3-0 and with Mel Tucker against the Blue Bellies up there in Ann Arbor. So I, do me a favor. Give me a call so I can at least give my guys a pep talk in the state. We, we look forward to that. There's a, we are live. I got that date circled. Do you hear that, Dan? Friday before the oh, game. Oh, we're in. We're in. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate you. Appreciate it, fellas. Yep, go green. See, I don't know. I don't know that, that part at the end. That was unnecessary. Hey, for Danny Kayla, Ryan Elke, have a great opening weekend of the NFL football season. We'll see you Monday, same time, same place, right here next season, bros, on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.